So Dylan, what did you do this week? Last night, I went to Boston Pizza with Jordy and Ryan Boissano, and while we were there, we were having a fantastic discussion about politics and nature and religion and family and relationships, and at the table uh, directly beside us, there were a bunch of guys who had come from some sort of intramural soccer game, and they were getting these girls really drunk, and they were just really disorderly, and they almost kicked them out. Welcome to the third episode of the T-Dub Hub for the week of Monday, January 28th, 2013. I can't believe we made it this far. Um, yeah, the welcome. This, no, is the t- no. this is a hub of T's and W's. A hub of T's. A hub of T's I'm Eric DeLang. Um, I'm Dylan. I'm Dylan James. That's my name. <laughs> you can catch us on Twitter at Eric Acoustic. E-R-I-K-A-C-O-U-S-T-I-K. And Dylan Dean. D-I-L-L-O-N-D-E-A-N. And we're your hosts for this afternoon's, this morning's, this evening's, this night's, this four in the morning's. Really, what is time? Especially when you have a podcast. Yeah. This... Do you ever think about, like... This very moment. The futility of time, man. This moment's podcast. This moment's podcast. I have thought about the futility of time. Yeah, no, I frequently do. What about the futility of space? Do you ever think about that? What does that mean? Like, outer space or, like, Like, physical space? Like, physical space. Like, between you and me, how much space is there? Do you feel that? Seems kind of futile, doesn't it? Well, space is real. Like, length is real. (laughs) I don't understand. Sorry, the ability to, to measure things is real. Like, what what is a ruler? What is a centimeter? Really, it's all relative. I don't think we can apply the same ideas to like right. theater as we do to futility to of, science. Of time. At the very least, time what is futile. science? That's not a thing, right? <laughs> science majors, talk to us. We miss you. We don't know anything. I f- even forget what... I don't like, even hear anything what is coming from Neufeld. I'm protein really... synthesis? What is that? <laughs> oh. Why not just eat some steak? Um, we've so got, new gen yeah, coming up. Yeah, new generations. So, so blinking yes, soon. Yes, a festival of student-created, generated, and liberated theater, whatever that means. It's opening um, on January 30th, and preview is on Tuesday, January 29th. It's very soon. Yes, it's very soon. Opening last night, a friend of mine bought a ticket to opening night, and he said there are only five tickets left. So you Whoa. better get on that. Get on that. Get on that. Wow. Get on that. Why are you sitting there? Get off Pinterest. You're not getting married anytime soon. Buy a ticket to New Gen. Love it. Love it. Yesterday, I did 16 hours of Tech Day. Yeah, we both did. Do you under? Yes. Do, does anybody? I appreciate that. No, you're not going to go see it. You're going to be like, no. I don't have $8. I'm sorry. They are. I, they are. I'm so sorry. Preview is $8. Please support Opening the performing 16, arts at Trinity $16. Western University. TWU box office at gmail.com. Yep. Say hi, Matthew. <clears throat> hi, Lindsay. Hootenanny's coming up. Yeah, Hootenanny's coming up. <laughs> um, Hootenanny is February 8th, I believe. It starts in the evening. <laughs> Sometime. <laughs> in the evening. We'll say 7 p.m. It's very laissez-faire. It's Could just sort eight. of start whenever you want. <laughs> there will be some vegan appetizers. <laughs> some burlap sacks for everyone to wear. Uh, 
It's not really just, a lot of structure. I'm pretty sure this week it's just all going to be djembes. And they're not going to the use whole. microphones. It's going to be like tin cans carved so that you can amplify sound. The whole festival this week is just going to be it's drum It's going to be like braiding available No, actually, Dylan, you're, you're in it with, with your... I uh, am in it dorm. with uh, Seven Middle, Douglas Dorham, our Are RA, Thomas Nelson. Um, we... You know what? I don't know if I want to completely give all, full details, but I will say that we are doing a number from Pitch Perfect, okay. completely a cappella. Okay. So you wanna you wanna do that? Wanna February eighth. Yeah. You gotta buy tickets for that. I. That's a Not that's a we. fantastic Talk question. Talk to someone at Tusa about that. Get get Miss Lamb on that. Get the Kelly. Get the Kelly. Yeah. And up later on the program, we're gonna have an interview with Eleanor Felton. She's the director of Building Blocks by Benjamin Buckingham. Fantastic and play, fantastic director. We saw it last night. We saw the preview. Really stunning. For the fantastic. It's a beautiful show. Yeah, it was. It'll mess you up in a good way. Uh, that's okay. Don't you think? I think yeah. our show will mess you up in a bad way. <laughs> so you want to see Building Blocks first. <laughs> What's well, a good thing? It's first, hey? And if you, if you get. Um, I really want to get Sarah on here and, and interview her about it because there's a lot of really um, poignant and, and important work that's gone into Life Underwater, and uh, it's a beautiful show. But it may it may leave you discouraged um, or questioning or, or confused or a little bit sad. And um, but uh, but don't be discouraged because after intermission, there's monkeys. So yes. it's a good show. There are monkeys. There like are mimes. And if you like to cry, we got something for everybody. It'll go in reverse order, um, which is how life should be, really. You get the trials and the tribulations. I think new gen is just a big <laughs> metaphor for the book of Job. <laughs> Suffer through building blocks and life underwater, and you'll get the sweet, precious reward of check, please. Also, <laughs> I, just, I think everything Trinity does is a subconscious biblical metaphor. <laughs> And that's that's amazing. Like even our trash cans at the entrance to Freedom Hall, the the lids are golden, and I was just like, that's so beautiful. You know, the least of these will become become the first wow. of these. That's gorgeous. That's the trash cans are prettier than the actual theater. It's beautiful. So get your tickets for New Gen, and get your tickets for Hootenanny, and come see us. We're gonna have a good a good time this week. Yes. Um, all all our love, and let's we'll go now to Danny with the Spartan update. Volleyball action this weekend was sweet. We played Mount Royal, both the men's and the women's. The men's team won both nights 3-0 and 3-1. The only difference really between the nights was um, our serving. We went eight aces and seven misses in the first night and uh, six aces and 11 misses in the second night. Fun fact about Mount Royal, this is their first year in the CIS. So that's Canadian InterVarsity Sports. Yeah, they're doing pretty good. And uh, it's pretty exciting to get more teams in there. But, you know, that means we have less weekends off so that kind of sex for us as well. The women's team did awesome again. They won both their both their games, 3-0 to the first night, 3-1 to the second night. But actually, the second night was a little bit closer because Mount Royal actually had a, an opportunity to win the third set. But uh, with a couple blocks from Alicia Perrin and a kill from Amy Ott, Trinity was able to pull off the third set and then finish off the match. The volleyball teams are playing Calgary this coming up weekend, February 1st and 2nd, here at the Langley Event Center. 
basketball action this weekend was also against Mount Royal, so hopefully you uh, were able to make it out to that. Uh, the women's team won both nights, but first night actually went to overtime, 86-76. Uh, so they dominated a little bit in overtime, 12-2. to The women's won the second night, 73-61, and they're playing Thompson Rivers on uh, February 1st and 2nd at Thompson River University. You know how people in like podcasts sometimes do different accents, you know, to, to make it sound cooler and stuff? Well, I'm, I'm not going to do that because I can't do any accents. So, Anyway, men's basketball, uh, they also played Mount Royal. Uh, they won their first night 84-78 and their second night 86-69. So they're on a bit of a winning streak here. And uh, they also played Thompson Rivers uh, February 1st and 2nd. And we have the track team. Do you guys know we have a track team? Whatever, man. because <laughs> I don't cover them and Cameron Sturl. I care about Jesse Phillips. Track team. Did you guys know we had a track team? Well, I do. I live with uh, Jesse Phillips, who actually cleared 4.35 meters this weekend, which was good enough for sixth place. Um, also, Rebecca Marchant. Uh, she set an, another spo Spartan pole vault record. Uh, she cleared 3.93 meters. So, so that's a sweet weekend for her. On the track, TW's Maya Daly from Ajax, Ontario, and James Lynn from Coquitlam, BC, posted personal bets in the 200-meter dash. On Saturday, uh, Fiona Benson uh, finished the mile run in fifth place with a time of uh, 4 minutes, 43 seconds. The swim team did swimmingly this weekend. I challenge Eric DeLang to beat that joke. It won't happen. Kirby Johnson from Moscow, Idaho, qualified for nationals this weekend, so that's pretty exciting. The track team and the swim team are pretty new teams, so it's sweet to hear that uh, they're doing well. If you have any random uh, Spartan information or stuff you want us to air, it'd be sweet if you could put this on to uh, liven this section up a little bit, because, you know, you're falling asleep right now. But anyway, hockey didn't go so great. 5-2 to two loss against Simon Fraser. But we're playing Victoria on the second, so that could be sweet. And um, if, if you guys are upset that I say sweet, awesome, and cool all the time, well, give me new words or something. A little, a little bit limited here. For the T-Dub Hub, I'm Danny Grant. This is Sparta! So my next guest is in her third year of Samsi Theatre's BA program. She was born and raised in various parts of Vancouver Island and came to Trinity right out of high school. Throughout her Trinity career, you may have seen her in the ensemble for Picture This, stage managing and assistant stage managing for many Samsi Theatre shows or acting in student films. Somewhere along her journey, Eleanor developed an ardent passion for directing, directing in the Samsi's 24-hour theatre festival as a first and a second year, and being the only third-year student to sneak into the upper-level directing class. The one-act Building Blocks by Samsi's own Benjamin Buckingham is her first official directing project, and you can view it in New Generations, opening on January 29, 2012. And Eleanor Felton joins me live in the T-Dub Hub. Hi, Eleanor. Hi. So you've been involved in directing before. You've done some directing as far back as high school, correct? Yeah. Would you consider this your first official directorial debut? Uh, I think I would say this is the biggest mm -hmm. project I've ever worked on. Um, I don't know if I would say it would be my debut per se. Um, I'm proud of the other works that I've done, but yeah. it's definitely the biggest project that I've ever worked on. Cool. 
So tell us a little bit about Building Blocks. Um, it is a play written by wonderful Benjamin Buckingham. Um, we he presented a stage reading of it last semester, so that's where I first came across it. Um, and it's this lovely story of two people growing up and building sandcastles. And we just get to follow their, their journey, like what happens to them as they go along. So when you first heard the first read-through of it, what was your first impression? It wasn't words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, sort of like this, ah, <laughs> reaction. Um, I, I'll be honest, I hated it. Not like hated it, but I didn't understand why it ended the way that it did. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason I hated it is the reason that I loved it so much. And that's why I wanted to direct it. Very cool. What's your relationship with playwright Benjamin Buckingham? Do you, do you know him well? Uh, pretty well, yeah. in the department together. Okay, so. and for three years now, you've known him then? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> cool. Has directing a play written by a friend of yours posed any real challenges or discomfort, or has it made it easier in some ways? Uh, it hasn't been particularly challenging. Um, he wrote the play, and then he edited it over Christmas break, so we weren't really in contact while he was editing it. And then since he's given me the play, he hasn't been changing it, so... It's sort of just like having a script <laughs> that you wouldn't know the playwright to, um, except that every now and then I can send him a message and tell him that I love his play. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So you've been stage manager for and assistant stage manager three times before? Yeah. And so you've worked with a number of different directors, first with uh, a student in New Generations as a project stage manager, yeah. what many of people are doing now. Uh, who was your director then? Uh, Gwen. Uh, don't remember her last name. Okay. I yeah. remember I remember a Gwen, I think. It was her. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And then and then you worked with, um, you did a main stage show with Romeo and Juliet. Mm -hmm. That was with Angela. Yeah. That was, you were project stage, you were assistant, assistant stage manager. Yeah. And then you were stage manager for Bride on Credit, and that was who? Angela. Angela again. Mm -hmm. How has working with Angela and Gwen and the, all the other directors you worked with, uh, you all worked with Angela again on Picture This, how yep. has that shaped your own directorial style? Have you been gleaning um, or being like, or is there things where you were like, I'm definitely not going to do that? <laughs> I think there's been things where I've said I'm not going to do that and then I do it. Okay. <laughs> um, like explaining things probably more than they need to be explained. I think one of the things that I really admire about Angela's work and that I've tried to emulate in my own work is her ability to follow impulses and run with the work that's happening. And we're not going to cut it off right now. We're going to work with this until we figure it out. We're not going to just keep going. So that's definitely been present in my work this time. Um, cool. Do you see an arc from your high school work to doing 24-hour theater doing directing class, being in directing class to where you did a bunch of plays there, and then and now doing new gen. Is there, is there a journey for you? Is there an arc to your directing journey? Probably. I don't think I've finished it yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe an arc is the wrong word. <laughs> maybe it's para change? parabolic. Sure. I don't know. Um, I think coming to university and, like, 
from high school, I was actually much more confident in directing. Uh. Since taking the class, now that I'm supposed to know how to do this, my confidence in my ability to direct has gone down. But I think that's honestly part of how you learn. Because mm. I know that happened with my acting. I came in and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I think I'm okay. And then I was like, I suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort of on its way back up again. So I think, I hope that's what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's cool. Um, yeah, the more you know that you know, you, you don't know. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. But you've, were, you've directed film as well before. Uh, Amy had to play the walrus and the yes. carpenter she was talking about, and you were the director for that. Is there, is there a big difference there for you? The process of directing the actors in that was fairly similar. Um, it was much more condensed because you rehearse it on set and then you film the end, as opposed to having weeks of rehearsal and putting the whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think one of the major differences is that you have to know exactly what you want it to look like beforehand, as opposed to discovering it with the actors. I mean, there is some discovery, but it's <clears throat> much more condensed. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And I think with the way we did Wallace and the Carpenter, um, there was a couple of us on board as to looking at what the overall thing was looking like. So my responsibility was working specifically with the actors as opposed to also what the story looked like, which is more what Amy did. So yeah, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so it's a lot more responsibility running a whole, kind of directing a whole theater show. Yes. <laughs> cool. What would you say the, draw, the genre of building blocks is? It has funny moments and it has sober moments as it well. It has. The cop-out answer is to call it a drama. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Drama. Love it. Cool. <laughs> I don't think that sums it up. I'm not very good at genres. I never really like classifying things like that. I know it's a good thing to do. I just don't like it. <laughs> um, I think... Honestly, it's just what I love about it is the characters and following the characters. So in that sense, I guess I'd say it's a drama just because that's the focus of the play. It's not, you know, look at the theme or the spectacle and that kind of thing. It's very much, yeah, with the characters and what happens to them and between the two of them. Yeah, it's very true to life, I guess, Mm -hmm. right? Can't really put a genre on your own life. Well, you could try. That's true. My life would be a comedy, for example. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) So what do you hope this play leaves in the hearts and minds of your audience? Um, I talked a little bit about Aaron made us write director's notes, which is probably a good thing. I think, for me, this play just brings up a lot of questions about my own life and the relationships I have with other people. And so I think... I would just love it if people would start asking questions after watching this play, as opposed to um, as opposed to leaving it with them to be like, this play means that, mm. blank. Just, okay, that was happened to them. Could that happen to me? What? Where am I at with that? And sorting through what happens with relationships and what changes and what does that mean for me Hmm. yeah cool all right well that's all the questions i have for you today 
thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure speaking with you about your play. New Generations opens on January 30th, and preview is on the 29th, um, which is half price day. So get your tickets fast. They're going quick. Uh, TWBoxOffice at gmail.com. And uh, it's been a pleasure speaking with Eleanor today. I wish you the best in your new generations and all your future directing adventures. Thank you very much. <laughs>